Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Pharrell Coast to Coast in the biggest way possible right here on SportsGrid and Sports Grid Radio, great to have everybody with us here today on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty. We have a cast of characters with us today. That is right. Uh, no Joe, but we do have Coach Young coming by. We have Gabe Arantix coming by. Davis is going to spend a whole hour with me today. George Kurtz, Mike Blewett. It is all happening today on c to c with a lot going on, of course. NFL Week 14, a ton of NBA tonight. One really good college basketball game in Texas and Marquette and some pucks as well. We get things going, of course, as always with the birthday roll call. That's right. What do we got today? Giannis, 29 today, right out of the gate. Uh, Good performance by him and the Bucks last night, which we'll discuss in a moment as they're on their way to Vegas. Johnny Manziel, 31. Coco Vandaway, 32. Matt Niskanen, 37. Robbie Gould, 41. Darnell Jackson, 45. Kevin Cash, manager of the Rays, 46. Jose Contreras, 52. Remember him? Elmore Spencer, 54. And Kevin Apier, 56 years old. Kevin Apier, uh, 90s Major League Baseball legend. Uh, Right there, that's for sure. All right, uh, we will start things off today in our number one uh, with a ton of NBA, a ton of hoops. We're going to have Coach James Young with us here in the first hour. We will go through everything, including last night, NBA in-season tournament quarterfinals. We now know who the final four are going to be in Vegas tomorrow night, uh, which was a lot of fun. Two, one game was real good. The Lakers-Sun game I thought was excellent. And once again, LeBron really showing you something. 31-point uh, performance. I kind of had a feeling, said it to Joe yesterday, that LeBron was going to step up. You know, LeBron's got more of the accolades than everyone anyone will ever possibly have uh, when he's had up MVPs and finals and gold medals and all the things. And as maybe this doesn't mean that much, this in-season tournament, it, it's just something else that LeBron's going to want to put on the mantle because he ain't going to be around that much longer. I know he seems like he's going to play till he's 50, but... It's just something else that LeBron could say, yeah, I won the first one of that too. It might not mean much, but I won the first one. And I, and he kind of showed that last night, uh, willing them to that 106-103 win over the Suns. Uh, Reeves, of course, hit the big shot at the end. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates for all coast-to-coast on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 159, Sports Byline, and, of course, the mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in sunny Southern California. Great to have everybody with us here today. So LeBron and the Lakers on to Vegas. They'll play the Pelicans tomorrow night. In the other game, the Bucks destroyed 
the Knicks. And, and honestly, the Knicks didn't even play that bad. Uh, if you look at the game, the problem is you're never going to beat a team who shoots uh, 23 for 38 from three-point range. The Bucks shot 60% from three last night, well on their way uh, to 146 points. Uh, 146 to 122, they beat the Knicks. Sounds like a blowout, but again, when the one team's hitting everything, there isn't much you could do. I mean, they had a 40-point game from Julius Randle, uh, and that still was not enough in Milwaukee. Bucks are on their way to Vegas as well. They will play Indiana tomorrow night, a team that they have handled uh, quite a bit. They know each other very well. Uh, so you get kind of a little bit of both things for the NBA here in Vegas. You get two teams, uh, established teams, uh, title-winning teams over the last few years with big stars, LeBron, Lakers, Giannis, Bucks. Then you have two upstart teams. Pacers, Halliburton, Pelicans, Zion, uh, and Brandon Ingram with how well he's good. So going to be a good show for them, but you know that on Saturday night, they want Lakers-Bucks uh, for that game. Uh, that would, that, would is, that is what they are hoping for for their finals in Las Vegas. We'll talk about all of that with Coach. We will also get into tonight's slate. So all the teams that weren't involved in this thing this week are all playing tonight. So a heavy-duty schedule, including uh, the Sixers are in D.C. against the Wizards. We've got Miami and Toronto tonight. Brooklyn's in Atlanta. Uh, the Spurs and Wembenyama in Minnesota. Utah, Dallas, Portland, Golden State, Denver Clippers, just to name a few. We mentioned there's one big college basketball game tonight, Texas and Marquette, in that Big East, Big 12 battle. Uh, several other games, too, including some Big 10 games as well. Gabe Morenci joins us always in hour number one. Today, it'll be at 340 East instead of 325. We'll get Gabe's plays for tonight and more. Hour number two, Davis Maddock will be with me. He's always with me for the lion's share. He'll be with me for the entire second hour on C2C today as we will dive into the NFL week 14 kicking off tomorrow night. Patriots and the Steelers at the place the Steelers play. Uh, get ready. Mitch Trubisky and Bailey Zappi it's going to be really exciting. Uh, totals ticked back up to 30 and a half uh, if you would like to get involved there. We also got John Harbaugh talking about the Ravens out of the bye. They have played great football this year. They have the Rams in Baltimore. Could be a tough spot for them. Mike McDaniel on the Dolphins right now being the one seed in the AFC. They're 9-3 along with the Ravens. They have the tiebreaker. But as Mike will tell us today, uh, look, uh, it's not the end of the season yet. we got five more games to go. Let's get through it. Jerry Jones on the Eagles this week. Kyle Shanahan on the Niners stepping up in big games. They have Seattle coming up this week as well. We'll do plenty of NFL. We've got the lion's share picks from Davis as well there in our number two. Our number three. Several things to do. Uh, we've got college football. Well, there is the Army-Navy game coming up on Saturday. Uh, just like the Steeler-Patriot game, we're looking for historic totals in that one for the service academies. 28-and-a-half uh, is where we're seeing that check-in right now. They play at Foxborough on Saturday afternoon. Uh, Oregon and Oregon State are going to still keep the Civil War going. That's very good. At least a couple schools could get together and put their egos aside. Wyoming coach Craig Bowl is going to retire after the Arizona Bowl with Toledo. What does this mean? It means we're going to bet Wyoming in the uh, Arizona Bowl or wherever it is that they're playing as they send Craig Bowl out on top. That's one. Motivation. Motivation. Sending the coach out with a win. Something that we want to look at. Uh, New Mexico hires Bronco Mendenhall. Uh, remember, he quit on Virginia a couple of years ago. Uh, so there you go with him. Florida State also has started having all their guys opt out. Uh, so be on the lookout for that uh, with that line on the move. Also, 
our buddy George Kurtz in hour number three. A few things to do with him. There's a big hockey slate tonight, and we have the winter meetings going in Nashville. A lot of baseball news, including the Otani rumors, Blue Jays, Dodgers. We left the show yesterday with the Dave Roberts story. I have the Dave Roberts clip for us today, which is really nonsense to think that Otani isn't going to sign with the Dodgers for $600 million because Dave Roberts said that they had a meeting with him is completely preposterous. Uh, it would stun me if that's the reason that Otani didn't choose the Dodgers. It's All he said was they met with him. Uh, yeah, what, what, are we, what are we concerned about here? He acting like he told them what he eats for breakfast? He, I, I tweeted yesterday, I made a joke. He likes the, the bacon well done? Like, what, what are we worried about with Otani? People knowing that he met with teams. Enough. And then you have the Yankees side. They are very, very close to Juan Soto. And the Yankees are going to try to be the Yankees again, maybe. Soto, Yamamoto, they traded for Verdugo last night for the Red Sox. Remember this. When your rival of over 100 years trades you a player they don't want anymore, it's because they think he's so bad that it's going to make you worse, or he's so bad in the clubhouse that it's going to make you worse. So I don't understand why the Yankees would make a move like that. We have Mike Blewett as well in our number three today on Coast to Coast. We'll come back. We'll get it all going. Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver I for Scotty. We're back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us. BetMGM, uh, they're ready to go for bowl season, baby. Uh, their college football bowl pick'em challenge is ready to go. Uh, they're giving their online sportsbook customers the opportunity to win a grand prize of up to $25,000 if they predict the most bowl games against the spread correctly out of all eligible users. you got to log into your BetMGM Sportsbook account on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Go to the Promotions tab on your account to access the BetMGM College Football Bowl Pick'em Challenge. Complete and submit the Pick'em Challenge entry. One entry per customer permitted. Customers do not need to make all the selections at once. You can wait until kickoff for every game, which is very important because, as we know, in bowl season – Sometimes guys just, they ain't playing. Uh, and you don't know about it until they kick off. Customers will have the opportunity to win the 25 grand if they predict the most college football bowl games against the spread correctly out of all the eligible users. That is BetMGM's College Football Bowl Pick'em Challenge. Go and get involved right now. All right, we got a lot going on today. 
here on C2C, and we will kick things off with plenty of hoop talk. And, of course, I mean, where else would we go but our man, Coach James Young, here on C2C. Coach, good to see you, as always, my man. Uh, thanks for hanging. I've got you for a couple of segments here. We've got stuff to talk about last night. We've got a ton of games tonight. We've even got college hoops tonight, including one very good game with Shaka Smart uh, facing his old team, that Marquette-Texas game, which is going to be very good. Let's start with last night and the in-season tournament, which has now reached the Final Four in Vegas tomorrow. I thought this yesterday, Coach. You heard me saying it before. My cap with the Lakers last night was, I'm playing LeBron tonight. He just He's one of these guys that cares about stuff like this. I, I We don't know how many guys do and don't care about winning the in-season tournament. It sounds from listening to some of them, they cared a lot about getting a couple of days in Vegas, which is out of the norm of a an 82-game regular season. But LeBron cares about legacy. LeBron cares about being able to say he was the first one to do something, Coach. And his 31-point performance last night against the Suns, that told me, Coach, he wants this bad. And I feel bad for the Pelicans now uh, tomorrow night when they get him in Vegas because I think he's really going to show up and, and make things happen. You know what, Carvara, good to be on with you. And, and, and it's a perfect scenario for the NBA to have your biggest star and arguably one of the greatest players of all time leading a charge for, let's be honest, one of, especially with Boston being gone, the marquee franchise in the NBA. Best, biggest team, best player in the bright light of Sin City. And LeBron has been talking about this since before. See, it's amazing, Carver. People thought when you were only giving $500,000 to a player that these guys weren't going to be in it, into it. But here's the thing, folks. There's this word. It's called ego. And for LeBron, his ego, his pride, and his sense of legacy made me like the Lakers to not only win last night, but to go all the way through, and last night, I do believe it was, a, I think, 6-1 to one to win. I, I think they're yep. going to win this thing because, and think about this, folks, it's going to be in Las Vegas. Doesn't LeBron want to own a team in Vegas? Like, this whole thing lines up. So, if you could start all the Kevin Walsh conspiracy theories you want with this, I actually think the Lakers are going to win, and I think they're going to win the whole thing. Yeah, uh, I think it matters. He wants to be the first one to win the, that that coach, and he wants that that uh, trophy, and he wants to be the first one to say he won the MVP in it too, because he will. The Lakers win. He's going to win the MVP uh, of the in-season tournament, and he'll be the first one ever, and 20 years from now, coach, they'll probably name the thing after him if it takes off and it's still going on because he was the first one to win it. So you know, coach, that there's always those things that are in LeBron's mind. I want to play you one quick uh, clip from him, and then we'll move on to the Bucs. Uh, they just hit another three, by the way, uh, against the Knicks. Bucks just hit another three. Here's LeBron. He's going to be 39 at the end of the month. Uh, and really, he, he looks as good as ever, coach. He does. LeBron says uh, he don't care about father time. You know, I want to continue to define, uh, continue to um, have this battle with Father Time that for so long has, <clears throat> everybody said, has been undefeated. Um, so, you know, I'm trying to give him one loss. Yeah, uh, he's, he's, look, <laughs> I, I, I ain't going to doubt him, coach. I'm really not. 
I saw Brady do it on the NFL side. Uh, Brady battled him, and, and honestly, I felt Brady won at the end. And I think LeBron's going to do the same thing. Uh, he, you think he's stopping after this year, Coach, the way he's playing right now? I, I just don't mm-hmm. see that at all. No, I think I think LeBron's career is going to be definitely tied to Bronny. Yeah. The fact that Bronny's starting to come back, and looks like he'll be back soon with USC. I know he's gone through pregame warm-ups and stuff. So once Bronny comes back, that's when the clock starts. And I just think the thing is this. You mentioned Brady. Like, these guys, you know, Carver, take so good care of themselves as yeah. opposed to the past. Like, I mean, I, I also want to know, I'm, I'm almost 47. Right? I am 47. I get up, my knees hurt, my back hurts. I, I, can't, I can't even walk fast anymore. This guy's 38. He should be doing just for men commercials. He's got no gray on the beard. Like, I, I'm really jealous of LeBron. But at the end of the day, I think Brady set the standard of you can play into your late 30s, you can play into your 40s if you take care of your body, you have the right medical staff around you, and you have the right players. The thing that's going to see, I think the Lakers can win this. The reason why the Lakers need to, if they're going to win a championship, is they're going to need Anthony Davis to step up game yeah. in and game out because LeBron can't carry you all the way to the finish line. Not at 38, nope. it's going to be 39. But when you need him in spots, couple of games in a row to carry a team or carry a series, he can do so. But until Anthony Davis becomes that top five, top ten player the Lakers thought they were getting, they can't win a championship. You're right. You're right, Coach. Uh, the other game, Bucks beat the Knicks. I, I, I think the simplest way to put this, Coach, is I don't think the Knicks played that bad. I just don't think – and I know it looks bad if you didn't watch the game and you just look at the score. You can't beat a team when they hit 60% of their threes and they hit 23 of them. Like, you're, you're just not going to beat a team that night. I don't care how good you play. No, it's nothing to do with what the Knicks did wrong. I mean, sometimes, you know, when you're a coach, folks, you have to understand, sometimes you run into a situation where teams just hit shots, and all you have to do is say, good for you. Like, all you can do is try and contest a shot and hope they go cold at some point. Well, Milwaukee never went cold. And if you said to me that the Knicks were going to score, you know, 120-some-odd points, you know, Randall was going to give you 41 Brunson would give you 24, and you told me the Knicks were going to lose by 25 points? I would have told you there's something wrong with you. So sometimes it's not about what you did wrong. It's what Milwaukee did right. And they played phenomenal basketball. And that game with Indiana is going to be a sneaky good game between the two teams because that game will get up and down the floor because Indiana won't change. Yeah, uh, it certainly will. Uh, We'll come back, Coach. We've got a lot of games tonight. I I mean, everyone who wasn't involved in these quarterfinals is getting into action tonight and on Friday, so we'll look at those. We've got college as well. Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty. Coach Young hanging with us, talking rack. We will come back. More to do on the grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast here on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us. Coach James Young is with us as we get ready for the NBA tonight. One last thing, Coach, about this in-season tournament. Four teams left. They'll play the doubleheader tomorrow night in Vegas Championship on Saturday. Odds to win the entire thing of the four left. The Bucks, of course, are the favorites with the Lakers in the two-hole at plus 225, then the Pelicans, then the Pacers. I have, Coach, a Bucks ticket from before this whole thing started at around 13-1 to 1, uh, boosted up. So I- I'm sitting in a nice spot here with Milwaukee, but like we just talked about, I'm probably going to have to maybe find a way to get involved uh, with the Lakers on the other side because I think we'll get Lakers-Bucks on Saturday. Although Hal Burton's been so good, maybe we won't. But I think we're going to get Lakers-Bucks on Saturday night. I think so, too, Carver. And I will, I will say this quickly, folks. Don't, don't sleep on New Orleans. They have gotten yeah. healthy. McCollum is back. And I said this on the network. I am a big Trey Murphy to third guy. So when his props come up, if they hang that thing low like they've been doing, that 12 and a half, 10 and a half, look to the over. Trey Murphy's going to be dynamic. But listen, the NBA wants Giannis, LeBron, you know, obviously Lillard, AD, Sin City. That's what the NBA is absolutely praying for this weekend. Uh, that is absolutely what they are praying for this weekend. There's no doubt about that, Coach. All right, let's go to uh, next uh, tonight's games. I want to start in Cleveland where the Magic uh, visit the Cavs. The Magic, Coach, 14-6 and six so far this year. They have been outstanding uh, at the tops of the Eastern Conference, and they're getting 3.5 in Cleveland, 224.5 the total. Very intriguing matchup versus a team in Orlando that's been great, particularly early on in games. First half, they're really good at covering spreads. You know what? I'm going to take a stab, and I'm going to go with Cleveland here. I think this is a team that has been up and down. Uh, Obviously, the Donovan Mitchell talk has been going nonstop. Good defensive game. I think the game could go to the under, but if it's a lean, lean with the Cleveland Cavaliers minus points at home. Not the best game in Detroit tonight. The Grizzlies and the Pistons. Uh, Grizzlies, one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, 220-and-a-half the total. This is like last week, Coach. Like, you're the Pistons. Like, can you beat a bad team at home? They got smoked by the Wizards last week at home. Honestly, uh, it's so sad what's going on there. 
beat a, a bad team at home, beat any team. The Washington yeah. Generals, IMG Academy, St. Anthony's High School in Jersey City, my teams I used to coach. Can you beat anybody? It's interesting. It, the way this is lining up, I actually think for some crazy reason, I think they're going to win tonight. I don't know why Ooh. I think this, but I think they're going to win. Memphis is another team that's going nowhere. They're just waiting for John to come back. The problem is by the time John comes back, they're going to be out of the playoff race. Jaron Jackson Jr., don't talk to me about defensive yeah. player of the year. Give me Detroit on the money line with an upset at home. Yeah, they got six more games until Ja comes back. Um, that's it. It's been a complete disaster without him. The Sixers are 10.5-point favorites in D.C. tonight against the Wizards, 239.5. Always a big total with the Wiz. Yeah. <laughs> you know who beats the Wiz? Everybody. Well, except for Detroit. Uh, I'm going to go with the Sixers minus the points here. Um, I would stay away from props from stars like Embiid and, and Maxi because yeah. I get concerned about blowout. So look at, folks, Kelly Oubre Jr. is coming back. First game back. They played very well with him in the lineup. He was getting about 17 and a half points a game. I've seen props at about 12 and a half for Kelly Oubre. I think that's a sneaky play. Even though Nick Nurse is going to be limited in minutes, he should get in the flow and just watch it as god-awful defensively. Uh, the Heat are in Toronto against the Raptors. Raptors minus three and a half, 219 and a half the total. You know, this is one of these games where you look at it and you're like, well, you know what? It, it, it should it should be it should be the Heat, right? But the Heat have been very inconsistent, and Jimmy Butler's been better as of late. To me, this has been the play of Bam Adebayo. I would be looking at Bam's points plus rebounds. I think he's going to go absolutely torch Jakob Pertl. Side, I'm not really going either side or total. I think a good game here, but look at Bam over points plus rebounds. All right. Uh, Nets are in Atlanta against the Hawks. Minus three and a half for Atlanta here tonight. Another hefty total, 242 and a half. And the crazy thing is it's gone up. It's up to 243 someplace. Yeah, I think I think I saw earlier today, so it come back down. To me, this is a matchup of a, two teams that won the Nets are good defensively, but not as great as people think. And an Atlanta team that can flat outscore. The last game I think they played, I think went in like to the 270s or 280s. I know it's high. Go over. Also look at a guy um, like uh, the kid from, from Virginia, um, DeAndre Hunter. Sorry. DeAndre Hunter, I think it's at 13 and a half. He's been scoring well. Jalen Johnson's been out of the starting lineup, and he's gone over this, his prop number since then. They're keeping it low. Look at DeAndre Hunter over his points prop tonight. Minnesota's been very good, 15-4. and four. They have the Spurs in town. 12-and-a-half is the number here with a 231-and-a-half. Like, here's the thing here. The, 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 the spread makes sense, right? Really bad team in, in Minnesota. I mean, uh, in San Antonio. Minnesota's been one of the top teams in the West. The thing I didn't understand is, like, the point, how many points? So, I'm looking at the team total. I'm going to go over the team total today uh, for um, – Minnesota because San Antonio's just bad. I mean, look, just yeah. look at the metrics. They're, they're terrible defensively. So I think that would be an interesting game. Also, if you want to look at something maybe to go under, even though I love the overprop, maybe look at Carl Anthony Towns under points because he's probably going to be guarded by Webin Yama. This is a guy mm. that can go out and defend a three-point line as a stretch four, go in and bang with him a little bit, and you know Carl Anthony Towns is not going inside. He's going to stretch the floor, especially Rudy Gobert. Maybe Cat under points prop tonight. 
Uh, Hornets are in Chicago. Let's make this quick, Coach. I would never bet the Bulls uh, with what they got going on this year. If I ever had to play this game, it's the Hornets game four and a half. Yeah, well, yeah, well, they, they, this is this is Joe Lisi's delight, folks. So you know what that means? Yeah, I know. If Joe Lisi likes the Bulls. You know where we're going? We're going to Charlotte Hornets. If I take anything, because I can't anything. Joe Lisi, Joe Lisi is like the most. Joe loves the Bulls. Like, he loves the Bulls. So when he says Bulls, go the Bulls. other way. Uh, Thunder are in Houston against the Rockets. Thunder road favorites minus one and a half now. Two twenty six and a half is the total. Folks. Th- this is the, like the sneaky good game of the night that no one had thought they yeah. were talking about before the season. The Rockets have been good, but they've lost three straight. They don't defend the paint well, and obviously they foul a ton. So I would look at the Thunder to win this game close. And anytime I can get something without Farron Shingun with a double double that's near even money, go ahead and take a look. Shingun has been one of the big surprises of the NBA this year. Have a lot of time. We don't really have any time for this coach, but what was going on with LeBron and Eme the other night uh, in that Laker Rocket game on Saturday? That was, that was bizarre. Uh, what was happening there? The Listen. Jazz. <laughs> really quick, Carver. I mean, you go from disrespected Neil Long to LeBron James. Those like the. That's like in the black community. That's like a that's like the queen and king. You just did that too. So, Eme, just calm down over there, brother. Please, but it was uh, fun. Jazz getting 11 and a half in Dallas against the Mavericks, 233 and a half. <laughs> we got the Jazz. We got the Jazz. I do not have the Jazz in this game. Dallas has been pretty good. Lucas should be back. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's pretty much playing these games tonight. Give me the Mavs minus the points. I know it's a big spread, but I'll take them at home. Heavy lumber for the Warriors, 12 and a half with Portland in town. Well, this is a spread that I, ready, folks? I'm going to take the points. And it, it was it was ten and a half. It's up to twelve and a half right now on BetMGM. I Portland played better as of late. They've gotten sharp back. Sharp's gotten going. Aiden still doesn't go to the foul line because he's softer than than you know baby poo. But anyway, I will take the Blazers plus the points. Uh, Nuggets are in LA against the Clippers. They beat the Clippers a couple weeks ago with no Joker, no Murray, and no Gordon. Uh, tonight the Clippers are one and a half. Okay, so they didn't have any of those guys, and they went on the road and they beat them. So now they're all back, and they're underdogs? Yeah. Take the point and a half and take the Nuggets, please. Uh, I don't know, Coach. I, I, I got to think a little harder about it. That, that's, a, that's a little trappish to me. Like, why is that? Why, are they, why is that number so short? Uh, there with, with all those guys now playing doesn't make much sense one monster game in college hoops tonight I think it's the last game of this Big East Big 12 battle that's been going on for the last week and that is Texas and Marquette getting together Shaka facing his old team eight and a half for Marquette this would be a great matchup and then here's here's why I like Marquette number one they just went on the road and they got embarrassed at Wisconsin yes. two they even though Texas has been good they Marquette's schedule has been an absolute gauntlet. And there is, these kids at Marquette, they love Shaka. And Shaka's always been a player's coach. He he went to Texas, and God bless Rodney Terry for what he's doing. Because Texas is a place where I don't think anybody can win in college basketball. Yeah. He's done a great job. But in this spot, I do love uh, Marquette. The Big East has gotten beaten up in this challenge. But I like them tonight. 
Yeah, I, I like Marquette as well. I mean, they beat they beat Kansas, they beat UCLA, they played Purdue to a three point game. Put the Wisconsin game aside. Uh, Marquette is a really good basketball team. Uh, Rick tonight has Sacred Heart coming into Carnesecca with another. I love these fat St. John's numbers for your coach. Twenty one and a half tonight here. They'll run the press and they're right under that. Memphis, sneaky good team, folks. They can make the second round. I'm sorry, the second week in the NCAA tournament, even the Elite Eight. They're minus two and a half at VCU. It's a different VCU team. Give me Memphis. Coach, great job as always, my man. I will talk to you soon. Coach Jay, SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast here on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us uh, here today. Uh, every day, of course, we have our man Gabe Morenci with us. Sports Rage late night, 10 p.m. East, every weeknight here on the grid. Gabe? Great to see you as always, my man. We have a lot uh, on the table as usual. Uh, and let's start with this, though. Good call. I mean, we didn't get uh, all the Hughes brothers to score a goal in that game, but we did get two out of three of them. And they all had like, they, I think they combined for what game? 11 points or 10 points between the three of them. I, I mean, you got what you wanted in the in the Hughes game in Vancouver last night. Yeah, sort of. I played the same game parlay. <laughs> The Hughes brothers to score. Luke, dude, Luke was like eight to one or something, Carter. Yeah, like he was himself. like, yeah, yeah, his odds exactly. And before the game, it was like, now Luke won't score. But as you said, I cannot believe that somehow there were eleven goals and Quinn Hughes somehow didn't score one of them. Yeah. And you know it was brutal, Carver. I pushed my luck. It was one of those games. You know what it was though? It was sort of like one of those football games where everyone's hitting their touchdown props and everybody's happy, right? Like Jack Hughes scores. Like you said, the Hughes brothers scored yeah. a million points. I had another same-game parlay, though. Uh, Brock Besser to score, Jack Hughes oh. to score, and Elias Pedersen to score. And Pedersen didn't score. So you look at you got Quinn Hughes didn't score, and Pedersen didn't score for the Canucks, even though they scored five goals. Wild game. Uh, we jumped on the Canucks minus uh, plus two and a half when they were down 5-2, uh, believing it that they would get back into the game. We did, you know, wild, fun, fun hockey game. But once again, the Canucks are on the wrong end of a hockey game against, quote-unquote, a better hockey team, which is kind of a trend to keep your eye on moving forward, Carver. The Canucks are good this year, but 
they beat the teams that they're supposed to, and then they lose the games against good teams. That's been the the uh, the, the trend. And, you know, the Devils blew a three-goal third-period lead, but at least they won the game. I mean, the Islanders couldn't say the same. I mean, they are just pathetic in these third periods. Uh, blowing, blowing that game to San Jose last night, 11 games they've blown leads now in the third period. Game, it's, it's not even Christmas yet. 11 games they've blown leads in the third period. It's pathetic. How many? It's embarrassing. And how many times have the Islanders been up by two or even yeah. three and lost? Like two. Yeah. We all know a two-nothing lead for whatever reason, four-two is not the same. Two-nothing is the dreaded lead for whatever reason. Right? Yeah. No one's like, oh, God, we're up five-three. This sucks. You're up, you're up two-nothing in a hockey game. Teams tend to take the pedal off the metal. Then the other team scores. It's 2-1. Next thing you know, it's 2-2 and 3-2. The wheels fall off. The Islanders are like the kings of this. I was talking about it last night on the show, Carver. And I hit a play last night over one and a half in the first period. You don't really think of the Islanders as like, you know, a high-scoring team and stuff. But as you would know, they actually score a lot of early goals, this team. They're one yeah. of the highest-scoring teams in the league in the first period. They're a pretty good first-period team, but it really is incredible, isn't it? It doesn't even matter if they're playing a good team or a bad team. If the Islanders have a lead, they'll blow it. It's amazing, 11 times. You got to play against – if you see them having a lead going into the third, I don't care if it's one, two, three goals, uh, you got to throw a dart uh, on the other team uh, live going into the third period because that's how sloppy uh, the Islanders have been. Since we're talking hockey, let's do the hockey now for tonight. Only four games, Gabe, but actually – some pretty good ones. Uh, Dallas is in Florida against the Panthers tonight. Vegas is in St. Louis against the Blues. Carolina and Edmonton uh, is the big uh, national TV doubleheader here in the States tonight. So some good games. Yeah, you look at the Edmonton Oilers, they have started to play better. Obviously, listen, they weren't as bad as their record was. So I think you're kind of getting the oil in a pretty good spot here at a short price at minus 120. As you stated, we've got some good teams uh, playing this evening and some pretty relatively fair prices, right? I mean, look at Tampa Bay laying 30 cents on yep. home ice. There's nothing wrong uh, with that. Dallas and Florida, same thing. I like to look at these home teams tonight with the exception of the St. Louis Blues. And I, don't, I, don't, you know, I don't want to play the Blues. I'll skip this game. I won't play the Vegas Golden Knights, but I think the Panthers are a live uh, home play here. The Lightning, both Florida teams, minus 115, minus 130. You get the Edmonton Oilers at minus 120 and we had a full slate of nba basketball we did great with the college last night that was some fun stuff with all mm. those um you know the tournament games yeah. and jimmy v this and you know whatever yep. classics and all that stuff but tonight we're back at it with the association and um funny story i saw the toronto raptors i tweeted about their coach carver so desperate it's like a little league team now i'll take you to dairy queen if we win right it's like one of those you know listen if we win we'll get pizza I, I don't even know if you're allowed to do this. Like, not that it's really, like, the biggest scandal. But I, I don't think you're allowed to offer bonuses to players. <laughs> so, the right. Toronto Raptor coach has basically begged the team. He said, listen, you play good one game, he's your team. He's like, you play Euro guy, right? You play good one game, you play the other. He's like, he goes, I can't take it anymore. He goes, and he named, like, the best restaurant in Toronto that they all like. He goes, listen, if we win three games in a row, taking us all out to dinner at the restaurant okay and they're all clapping and stuff 
Like, you, you figure, Carver, that the $38 million a year would be enough, right? Right. Yeah. Like, I'll buy you dinner. How, like, please. You got to do that. Like, you do that in college. That's what you do to get the college kids going. And then the coach yeah. will get suspended if he does that in college. You get in trouble. Take the kids out to dinner. But you're right. The NBA, you'd think that the 30, 35 million a year they make would be okay. <laughs> they did the extra dinner. And the players were actually, all right, cool. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll try. But all kidding aside. Oh. They're laying four tonight against the Miami Heat. Miami yep. are a pretty beat-up basketball team right now. No, no Bam out of bio. Uh, Tyler Hero's been out. He'll continue to be out, uh, Carver. This number is what it is for a reason. Miami, they're an old team. They don't have a lot of young talent, and they've got a lot of old dudes that are built for the postseason. They, they've come close to winning. They haven't. You know, this, this is a team. To me, the, the glass is more half-empty than it is half-full uh, when, it, when it comes uh, to – uh, to the Miami Heat. So I do like the Raptors. Got a fun game tonight too, Carver, with the Oklahoma City and the Houston Rockets uh, tonight. And man, I think the Rockets are actually a live dog here at plus two. We're only getting two points for a reason in this spot. The Rockets have been competitive uh, this year with the veterans that they have. And we keep talking about the overs, you know, the the, the Pacer overs all the time. Uh, didn't get there in the, in the in-season tournament uh, game, but other two teams, a team that really gets after a carver, the Atlanta Hawks. Same with the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn can yep. score, right? Brooklyn are actually pretty good defensively when I want to be, but they have like pure scores on their team. And Atlanta, they're kind of like Indy or Sacramento, like Atlanta Carver. People don't really talk about the Hawks much, but they're pretty much like playing Loyola Marymount basketball. Like if you see their games, bro, like they get they're getting into the 120s religiously and yep. routinely, this team. I like the over of this game. I do, too. Uh, there is never any defense in any Hawk game. They're one of those three or four teams in the league right now. Uh, you can play Trey Young don't play D, bro. He'll no, shoot freeze. He He'll take his shots, but he doesn't play D. I want to ask you about this one, too, because me and Coach were trying to figure this one out before. So the Nuggets are in L.A. against the Clippers tonight. A couple weeks ago, the Nuggets went in there with no Joker, no Murray, no Gordon, and they were getting 11 and a half points and they beat them outright. That was the night that uh, Reggie Jackson and DeAndre Jordan went absolutely nuts and they beat the Clippers. So now tonight, you're going to have Joker. Murray's questionable. Gordon's probably going to be in there. But the Clippers are one and a half point favorites. They lost to him without those guys. Joker's playing, and yet the Clippers are one and a half point favorites right now, Gabe. Explain me that one. Well, we can call this a trap. We can call it a lot of different things, but I'm not falling for it uh, here. You know, the Denver Nuggets, if the Denver Nuggets want to win a basketball game, they can win uh, the basketball yep. game. It's incredible what Jokic is doing. He really is a conductor. I think that's a great sort of analogy for him, the way he just conducts the flow of a basketball game. He can slow it down. He can speed it up. He can score. He can shoot. He can pass. He can do whatever he wants. It's like it's a yo-yo, the basketball. You know, I saw J.J. Redick yesterday saying that Jokic is playing us all, though. I don't know if you saw that. He said, you know, Jokic acts like he doesn't practice and he drinks all night every day. He's like, it's impossible. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, there's no way that he's as good as this. He said he's got to be secretly, like, training and practicing and he doesn't tell people because he told people he didn't touch a basketball, right, in the summer? He said, no, no, I didn't shoot like yeah. – he did not shoot he a shot. 
Yeah, like, you know, like DeMar DeRozan, like, will tell you, hey, I shot 3,000 threes every day for, like, a month, right? Like, some guys are just sort of in the gym and it's repetition. He said, no, I didn't touch a basketball, and he comes back and he's doing what he's doing. J.J. Reddick's like, nah, this is impossible, but how the hell do you trust the Carver? Uh, How do do you you trust the Clippers, Carver? Like, you can't. You can't. Yeah, just in any, you know what I mean? You can't in any circumstance. You can't trust Never. this basketball team. I think Denver Never. are the play tonight. They probably are. Uh, me and you have talked a lot about this Otani stuff the last few days. After you got off with me yesterday, all this Dave Roberts stuff uh, started about how the Dodgers are going to lose, potentially lose Otani because Dave Roberts told the media that they met with him uh, at yeah, nobody knew that, right, a Carver? couple days ago. <laughs> right, like, like, Gabe, now look, I get that they want secrecy uh, in this whole thing. Gabe, he didn't sit there and gave, give away state secrets. All he said was they met with him. You're telling me Otani wouldn't still take $600 million bucks from the Dodgers if they offer it to him because Dave Roberts said they met with him? Get serious. You're exactly right. And you know what, Carver? The process is over, bro. That's why it's sort of people are like, it's over. You met with them, you made your pitch, it's done. There's nothing to do now. There's no more, we're going to meet again. No, it's all right, we'll get back to you. And it's funny, people want to pick on Dave Roberts no matter what in Dodger Nation. They're going to blame him. And it's funny, Carver, because when he said that, I said, I tweeted out, I said, yeah, now do John Schneider. Do you see the Toronto Blue Jays manager? (laughs) He said, oh, yeah, we met with him, and it's super exciting that we even have a chance and we're in the mix. That's all he said. Yeah, so, Why are they out then? You know what I mean? He said the same thing. He even said more. He goes, oh, yeah, we're in the mix. Yeah, this is great. It's so super exciting. <laughs> like the Blue Jay manager said, yeah, we met him. It's super exciting that we're actually in the mix on this. We're very excited. All Dave Roberts said is, yeah, we met him, and it's a top priority. Yeah, big, big state secret there. And you're right. The whole thing with the no leaks, Carver, was uh, we don't want to hear 613 mil. We don't want to hear that yeah. our incentives that we asked right. for this. We don't want to hear about any pitching clause. We don't want to hear about the report that we gave you about my elbow. You know yeah. what I mean? Think about that. Because you're giving someone all this money, Carver. You got to say, listen, coming off the surgery, can we see it? Can we see some medical reports here, please? You know what I mean? Just all due respect, sir. Can we see some medical reports? This is highly confidential stuff, Carver. Mm-hmm. Saying that you met him isn't breaking news. (laughs) No, no. And I think we have no. I can't believe the Dodgers met Otani Carver. No one knew that. that. We had no idea. The Dodger people, the Dodger fans, don't like Roberts anymore. And and I think that they're looking for any reason to go after him. And it seemed like the GM didn't either. He was like, I don't know why he would talk about him like that. Like, it seems like nobody likes Dave Roberts. Yeah, yeah because the Dodgers the brass carver, go get because they're, about, <laughs> be, be, they're cowards. That's why. You know why? They're mad that he used the word top priority because they're the yeah. LA Dodgers. Yeah. They just yeah. admitted publicly, we desperately want this guy. It looks bad. Because yeah. if they didn't yeah. get him, they could say, well, you know, it wasn't our deal. We didn't, you know, we're the Dodgers. And, you know what I mean? Right. We, right. You know? They just admitted, no, no, we want the girl. Like, we want her, right? Yeah. Like, guys don't want to admit it. If you know you're going to get rejected, that's the reason they're mad. Uh, the Yankees allegedly are on the doorstep with Soto. Close. Uh, we'll see. Uh, very close for Juan Soto. They got Verdugo. Gabe, when, when your rival I'm not buying it yet either, Carver. from their team. Yeah, I'm like not you buying said, it. we'll it's see. Like, I, I'm not buying it. Soto's a Yankee yet either, bro. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, we'll let's see, wait and yeah. see on this. 
I'll get into Verdugo later here. Maybe, we'll, and I got Kurtz later. Oh, I'll yeah. get him all fired up about Verdugo going into the Yankees. Coast to coast game tonight. Dodgers Giants don't trade, Carver. Here. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Um. And we are back for El Coast to Coast here on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us here today. Uh, there was a couple of other college basketball games that we did not get to with Coach. Uh, I will quickly... Throw those up here uh, for us before we get to hour number two. We're going to have Davis. We'll do a lot of NFL. Uh, We did say that St. John's is playing Sacred Heart tonight. He told you about Memphis and VCU. This also, Rice in Houston, South Carolina and Clemson, Denver and Colorado State. Colorado State has been excellent so far this year. DePaul visits uh, Texas A&M and Nebraska and Minnesota. So you have a couple of Big Ten games tonight. Penn State is playing Maryland as well. They're on the other sheet. Uh, for that one, Penn State is visiting Maryland. Rutgers plays Wake Forest tonight. Uh, and there you go. Uh, the rest is like, oh, backyard brawl basketball style, too, uh, with Pitt and West Virginia. So a couple of good rivalry games on the slate. Uh, we are going to lay uh, the 21-and-a-half with Rick Patino and St. John's tonight at Carneseca against the Pioneers of Sacred Heart. Uh, We're going to go and make that happen, and we are going to be on uh, Penn State on the road at Maryland. All right. We have um, a lot to do here. Still uh, hour two, mostly NFL. Uh, Davis Maddock will be with me the entire hour. We will do the lion's share, as always, with Davis. He's got a lot of NBA plays for you during that, but focus to week 14, including uh, the start tomorrow night. Get ready, baby. Uh, The Steelers and, and the Patriots at the place the Steelers play. And that 30-and-a-half total, Trubisky against Bailey Zappi. What more could you want? Our string of great uh, primetime games is over. We had three in a row uh, this past week, but it's probably going to end tomorrow night on a cold night in Pittsburgh. So we'll do that and the rest of the games for Week 14 with Davis. Farrell coast-to-coast on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Two hours to go on the grid. We keep it going right after this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, 
and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 